Welcome to the Made Men Project. This is your man DB, transformed from trauma victim into a victor over trauma and your emotional empowerment coach. You are now inside the project where every Monday we are bringing you an empowering person or message to dismantle society's false sense of masculinity and change the male narrative. Thanks for coming through today. A young man who travels is a lot older than an old man who stays in the village. African proverb. My guest today is trauma-informed yoga teacher and coach, my good friend Ravi Rothensberg. Ravi's superpower is his ability to observe, listen, and stay emotionally regulated in the present moment, and he is one of the most genuine and kind spirits that I have the pleasure to know and engage with. This is going to be a great show, so make sure that you leave a rating and review. Also, be sure to share, share, share with those you think will benefit from the show. The Made Men Project is for every man and every woman that has men in her life that she loves and cares for. Now, let's get to the show. Hey, yo, fellas, we, we made men. We made men. Try to believe that within. I just want to be a good man. Okay. I know you all, but tell me you a good man. Tell me you're a good man. So many men are being crushed. Societal demands to be tough. Yes, you, yes, you are enough. Okay. I just want to be a good man. I can't relate to you, brother, because you're a good man. Yes, you are a good man. Listen, I'm right beside you. I'm right behind you. I know that life could be hard. Right? You're not a coward. You got the power for talking about your stars. No, you're not so. Let me inspire you, empower you because society may want to see you fall. You got another brother to call. So many men are being crushed. Societal demands to be tough. Yes, you, yes, you are enough. Don't bluff. Okay. I can't relate to you, brother, cause you're a good man. Yes, you are a good man. Hey, hey, I'm here, my brother. You know I love you. Yes, you, yes, you are enough. I just wanna be a good man. I can't relate to you, brother, cause you're a good man. Yes, you are a good man. What's up, family? Welcome back to the Main Man Project. I'm your host, DB, and today I'm bringing you a compassionate, spirit-wrapped in human skin dedicated to healing, growth, and transformation for himself and others, trauma-informed yoga teacher and coach, my good friend, Robbie Rothensberg. Robbie's superpower is his ability to observe, listen, and stay emotionally regulated in the present moment. And today, Robbie's going to help me dismantle society's false sense of masculinity because so many men are being crushed on the societal demands to be tough, denying the kind of vulnerability, sensitivity, or any internal hurt and pain. It's time to change that narrative. So it's going to be a great show with so many things you guys want to pay attention to. But first, really quickly, if you're a man who knows that you have the potential to do great things, but just not sure how to get from where you are to where you want to be, trapped in mental and emotional bondage, and being crushed on the self-limiting beliefs and behaviors, it's time to stop struggling with the stress, anxiety, self-doubt, and fear, and look me up on LinkedIn at DB Empowers and send me a message and we will book you a free no pitch clarity call so you can learn about me and my team and if and how we can help you master your emotions and begin maximizing your full potential to the highest level in the next 60 days. Okay, my man, Robbie, what's up? Welcome to the show, brother. Derek, what's good? Oh, good man. Oh, man. I'm glad to catch up with you, man. I'm glad that we was able to reschedule this. You know, we had a little mishap the first time, brother, but I really wanted to get you on here, man. I really wanted to, you know, talk with you, brother. So I'm glad that we were able to work it out to get you back over here, my man. Yeah, likewise. Yeah, man. So what's going on with you, brother? Be good. You're in Thailand right now. How's everything going with that, man? It's going well. Yeah, I'm in Thailand. Uh, certainly feels like I'm a world away. Yeah. Um, 
you know, just grateful for technology and for how small the world feels. You know, I'm connecting yeah. with people that I've met on this journey. I'm in far out places and just getting to experience a lot right now. So again, really in a place of just deep, deep gratitude. Man, that's great, brother. That's great, man. So let's hop right into it, man. So let's start with the first question, man. When you were a boy, who and what was your example of a man? Hmm. When I was young, so I my I had a father. I have yeah. a father who yeah. I, I grew up with. Um, but I can't say that he's the guy I looked up to as my example of how to mm -hmm. be be a man. Um, lo I love the guy. Uh, yeah. I have a lot of gratitude and respect for for my dad. Um, but in terms of a uh, you know healthy masculine figure figurehead that I looked up to. I'd say it was probably my early coaches. I um, I played soccer from the time I was like four years old, uh, all the way up till through high school. Yeah. Um, and yeah, some of those uh, early coaches were the ones that really pushed me, um, that showed up with discipline and authority, mm. um, but also you know the sensitivity that you have to bring when you're coaching a you know a team full of eleven uh, young guys. Yeah, man. I definitely get it, brother. So when you were that age, man, what did being a man mean to you? Yeah, when I when I was again when I was young, uh, I think being a man meant showing up, being present, putting in the effort for the task at hand. You know, in sports they say practice how you play. Yeah. Right. So taking things seriously um, and kind of putting your all in, especially in those moments of practice, so that when you got to the game time. You could perform like you've already done a dozen times before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely get it, man. That, that is important, brother. So tell us a little bit about what made you the man you are today, brother. Share your story a little bit, man. How did you get from where you were as a child to where you are right now? Mm. Yeah, it's been, it's been quite the journey. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I've got a lot of metaphors for, for my journey. And just to zoom out and look at the journey that, you know, we've all been on some journey. Right? Yeah, to be in this human form, having this experience. Um, but, you know, I, I think that mine has been really a story of resilience, of adaptability mm -hmm. uh, and of really embracing change. Mm -hmm. uh, I remember even when I was younger, I really I always wanted to switch schools or do something to like really shake up my world and my environment. Yeah. Right. Because back home, things weren't so great. Um, you know, I excelled in school, I excelled in sports, very yeah. social guy. Um, but it wasn't until I got the chance after high school to go away to college and travel and see the world and uh, really just shift my environment. Mm. And as I, re as I reflect back, even right now, I'm just realizing that so much of my journey has been around changing and embracing transition and being, being a transplant, right? Showing up in different places, Mm. and not seeking home out of this geography or this place where I grew up in necessarily, right. but finding home in myself and finding home wherever I am um, mm. has really shaped how I, how, how I show up in the world today. Uh, that's incredible, man. So talk to me about some of the challenges about that though, man, about moving around and being a transplant. Like what were some of the challenges you faced with that? So some of the big ones are certainly around, um, yeah, just the, the impermanent nature of life and of reality, right? 
everything mm -hmm. is constantly changing. And yeah. so the moment that we attach to something, that's going to bring up some form of suffering or challenge. Mm. Right? So if I'm, a, if I'm attached to, oh, if, I'm, I'm, if I live somewhere, I need to have a car. I'm attached to having a car so that I can, you know, get around and do the errands and see my friends and go to work, mm -hmm. whatever the things I need to do, I think, because I'm attached to having a material possession like a car. Yeah. Right. Now, the minute that I move somewhere, live somewhere without a car, um, you've got to be adaptable and flexible and say, okay, what are my other options? How can I get around? How can I get creative? Right. How can I um, ask for help? Right. That's not something that men are taught is safe to do. It's like, hey, if you need help, ask a friend, ask a neighbor, ask a stranger. Yeah. Right? People, yeah. Are, people are inherently kind and generous. They just don't mm -hmm. get so many opportunities to, to flex that muscle. Yeah, man. That's important. So how did that... How do those things impact you later on like how, as you're moving through life? How has that impacted you? Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it creates this level of awareness, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so I'm always, again, my eyes are open. I'm very observant and I'm just looking for ways to connect with people to, yeah. um, to share whatever I have and, and to really ask for what I need, right? Yeah. Not to get too out there, but the universe is truly conspiring in our favor as yeah. long as we are open to what it is trying to show us. Mm. And so the moment that we truly tune in, we're present <clears throat> and aware of our surroundings, we have everything that we need. Yeah, man. That's crucial, man. I love it. I love it. So I want to talk to you about emotions. And, you know, we talked, you know, you, you touched briefly on masculinity and how men are, you know, taught and trained and everything like that. So I want to talk to you about when, when it comes to your emotions, man, either when you were younger or now, like what was the hardest part for you when it came to emotions? Was it identifying what you feel, processing through what you feel, or effectively communicating what you feel? Hmm. Probably effectively communicating what I feel. You know, I'm, I'm a, you know, I'm an emotional person. Uh, I have an emotional authority. And so for me, feeling the emotion is, um, that's what comes natural. But trying to put into words uh, yeah. what I'm actually feeling, that's really been challenging, you know, especially, um, yeah, what I, the models that I grew up um, seeing um, did not have a healthy relationship with their emotions. Yeah. Not feeling them, not processing them, not expressing them. Um, and what I've come to learn the hard way is that, you know, emotions, first of all, they are connected to our nervous system, right? Mm -hmm. So if we can't regulate our nervous system, then we can't regulate our emotions. Right, uh, right. And that's even in, you know, relationships with significant others and in business and um, with friends, it's like, the moment that you're not emotionally regulated, you say dumb stuff, you yeah. do things you'll probably regret later. Um, yeah. And again, these are the things that we're not taught. Nobody's teaching us the tools yeah. to regulate our nervous systems and therefore regulate our emotions. Yeah. Um, but that's what, that's what I'm coming to learn is the only thing that really matters. So what is one of the hard lessons that you had to learn? What is something that you had to learn the hard way when it comes to your emotions and regulating them and communicating them? Hmm. I'd say I, I bring it back to relationships. Yeah. I've yeah. ended, um, ultimately ended long-term relationships that were on a certain trajectory because 
at the very core, I wasn't able to regulate my own emotions. And so out of this place of activation and really heightened sensitivity, you know, now I'm defensive. I'm saying really mean, insulting things. And that's not how I want to show up in the world. And especially not in the relationships with somebody that I, I really love. Oh man, absolutely, brother. First of all, I love your your transparency, man. That's that's important. We're going to talk about that word in a little bit, but I, I love that fact, and, that, and that's true, man. Like we have to be able to regulate these emotions, and 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 like I say all the time, man. You know, you're allowed to feel what you feel. Emotions aren't the enemy. You know, you know it's important to feel what we feel. We just can't let those feelings dictate our behavior. So I definitely get you. I've been there. I lost a lot of time, money, relationships due to not being able to regulate my own emotions i was i was good at knowing what i felt i was good at you know processing through why i felt this way and things like that but when it came to communicating it was a lot of rage and it was, because it was underlining issues so a lot of times i looked at when it came to me and, and with many men we're, we're more ready to communicate the anger but it's a lot of underlying it's, it's some root emotions that really are driving that anger like shame guilt fear things like that so i i can i was good at you know communicating the anger in a bad way good at communicating the anger in a bad way but yeah totally. <laughs> i and, get and it it's all all of that especially the you know darker or more negative emotions mm -hmm. that is just our subconscious like coming through mm -hmm. and so or our unconscious mm -hmm. and but we got to get conscious. We got to do the practices and the things that start to bring those things to the surface in a healthy way and transcend them or transmute them into our, our truth and not just these, um, these conditions and these yeah, more negative emotions. Yeah, absolutely, brother. So talk to me, man, about your definition of a man. Has it changed from when you were younger to where you're at now? Like, or is it still the same? Do you still feel the same way? Like, this is what a man is. It's absolutely changed a lot, um, especially, I'd say, in the last year plus. Mm. Um, I, all right, so we've got the masculine and the feminine, right? Mm -hmm. And masculine tends to equal man and feminine tends to equal female. Right. But that's, these are both energetics that live within all of us, mm -hmm. right? And so there's, for me, when I think about what is a, what does that mean to be a man? Actually, I think about what does it mean to be in my healthy masculine? And what does it also mean to simultaneously be honoring my, my feminine? Yes. Right? yes. Um, and so I think a healthy masculine, so what does it mean to be a man? It means to embrace and embody the healthy masculine, mm -hmm. which means it means presence. Mm -hmm. It means uh, being steady and regulated. Mm -hmm. It means being able to support and uplift those around you. Right. It means being responsible um, and not just responsible, like financially and responsible mm -hmm. uh, at the workplace. Right. It's like response able. My ability to respond to my environment yeah. is yeah. what I think it means to be a man, especially today. Yeah. What's your response ability? I love that, man. I love that, brother. That's great, man. So speaking of the words of transparency and vulnerability, what are the first thoughts that come to your mind when you hear vulnerability and transparency? Hmm. Vulnerability, to me, first thing that comes up is courage, hmm. right? It takes somebody who's courageous enough to actually 
show up as they are, right? Not to put on this facade, not to try to look tough or cool or whatever. It's, hey, here I am, look at me, you know, and sharing where they're at in the best way that they know possible so that others can, can do the same. Yeah, that's yeah, really- It takes courage. It, it absolutely does, man, it absolutely does. So when it comes to masculinity, right? What is one piece of advice you would give men of any age about masculinity? Mm. Men of any age about masculinity. Again, I'm going to go back to your emotional state. Yeah. You got to check your own emotions so that you can stand firm and be there to support others, right? So many men want to do that. They want to support their family. They want to support their girlfriend or their wife or their kids. They want to support their colleagues but you got to get grounded in yourself so that you can be that beacon of masculinity, beacon of support and presence so that others can feel safe and secure to express, to emote, to feel whatever it is they need to do in your strong rooted presence. Get present. Yeah, that's, that's awesome, man. I love it, brother. So in the spirit of vulnerability and transparency, man, what are some things or what is one thing that is still a challenge for you right now? Something that you still struggle with in your own personal growth and development? Mm. This is, you know, coming up almost daily for me, but I think one of the biggest things is, um, is finding space for myself and asking for it, yeah. right? Especially in these times where we're like more on lockdown or just in close quarters, um, it's, I, you know, I have a great relationship with my partner. I love her deal, dearly. Mm -hmm. We have so much good experiences together. And there are times when I need space and time just mm -hmm. to recharge, to be in some solitude, out in nature, whatever the thing is that's kind of preventing me from showing up as my full self. Yeah. Asking probably, yeah, one of the biggest challenges is asking for what I need, not making assumptions, not being like sneaky or manipulative so that I can get what I need. It's getting clear on what my needs are and asking for it. Wow. That's awesome, man. I, I love it, man. So what are some things that you do to practice self-care? And I know you, I know you're really big into that, especially being a trauma-informed yoga teacher and everything like that. But what are some things you do to really take care of yourself aside from what you just said about getting space and things like yeah. that? Yeah, for me, I mean, I need movement. Um, and, you know, I, I, I love yoga. I don't practice as often as I'd like. For mm -hmm. me, it's a couple times a week. When mm -hmm. I'm at my best, it's almost daily. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I need to move. I need to, to get outside. I need to, um, I, I love swimming. I, if I can get in a pool or the ocean, like I yeah. know how good that's going to be for me. Um, you know, diet is super important. So putting, the right inputs in so that again, I feel clear, I feel light uh, and I can get, you know, show up and do the work that I'm, I'm not here to do. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's awesome, brother. That is awesome. What are some other things that you really do or you make sure that you do to, that brings you joy? Mm. Joy um, experiences, right? Again, I know things are limited right now, but anytime I can get out and experience some new local site or experience a new facet of this culture that I'm immersed in um, brings me joy to go to the market and buy fruits and veggies and practice uh, the 
little bit of Thai language that I know. <laughs> right. I, I love cooking, spending quality time with my, my fiance, mm. um, writing, reading, learning. Yeah. Uh, I, and I, I'm blessed. I really have this uh, uh, ability to experience joy and bliss pretty effortlessly. You know, I allow, I give myself the permission to mm -hmm. find joy yeah. in the little things. And so um, you can just, you can put me in a corner doing, staring at the wall and I'll find some joy in it. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's all about your perspective, man. I, I definitely get it, man. It's about what you choose to look at, how you choose to, you know, view things, man. So that's awesome. So last question, Rob, and I, and I, and I asked this question a lot of, I get a lot of different responses. And so I'm very interested to hear your response. So I'm going to ask it in two different ways and whatever way resonates with you the most, you answer it. But what I want to know, man, is what type of legacy are you leaving in this world or how do you want to be remembered when it's all said and done? Love that question. When, when it's all said and done, I want to be remembered for my ability to, to do things differently. To, you know, really, I'm here to end the cycle of intergenerational trauma. Mm -hmm. right? The things that are going to get, that have been passed down and passed down and passed down. Um, I want to end that cycle. Um, I want to. Yeah, really be a beacon of, of light and love, but from a place of like, oh man, like he really showed up. He, he did what he was, he embodied what he was talking about. Um, and that people who, who will come after me uh, get to, to benefit from the effort that I put in in, in this lifetime. Hey man, that is awesome, brother. I, I love everything that you got going on, man. I, I definitely appreciate you coming on the show today. You are a beautiful spirit, Ravi. I love everything that you got going on. Um, let people know where they can reach you at, brother. Best way is on Instagram at Rise with Ravi, Rise with R A V I, um, or my website, risewithravi.com. Yes, sir. Rob, I definitely want you to know, man, you are a made man. You are motivated, accessible, disciplined, and expressive, brother. And we appreciate everything you're doing and shining your light into this dark world, brother. So continue to do what you do. I wish you the best over in Thailand with you and your lovely newly fiance, you know, newly engaged. So um, sure. expecting to see great things from you throughout this year, brother. So continue to do what you're doing, man. I, I truly appreciate you, man. I thank you for coming on today, brother. Awesome. Back at you, Derek. Really, uh, I see you. I support you. And I'm glad uh, that we crossed paths. Absolutely, brother. Thank you, man. You have a good one, man. All right. Thank you for tuning into this episode. I truly hope something during this episode resonated with you. It is my hope that you know that no matter what you're dealing with or what you're going through, you don't have to suffer in silence, isolation, and shame. We all have struggles. We all have things that we are dealing with and ignoring or avoiding what you're thinking and feeling and not allowing yourself to be vulnerable or express any internal hurt and pain doesn't make you more of a man. Please understand that. Also, please share this episode. You never know what someone is going through and something in this episode may help. Remember, no matter what it is or how hard it is, that's not all there is. You don't have to stay stuck or struggling. Your power is in your choices. 
So what type of choices are you going to make today? I'm here, my brother. You know I love you. Yes, you, yes, you are enough. I just want to be a good man. I can't relate to you, brother, because you're a good man. Yes, you are a good man.